Tanya Avery. And I'm Holly Clark, host of the Infuse Classroom Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Be sure to check out all of our other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a daily show to equip, inform, and inspire educators to teach with less reliance on the textbook through technology, creativity, and innovation. I'm your host, Matt Miller. Let's get started. This is episode 125 of the Ditch That Textbook podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network, coming to you from the Ditch That Textbook World Headquarters at my house in West Central Indiana. And yes, in case you heard the podcast yesterday, I am still hiding out in the closet. The girls are out in the living room watching Jurassic Park. My daughter went to the library. She found some movies at the library and borrowed them, and one of them was Jurassic Park. And so we're, we're going old school today, and um, there is all sorts of dinosaur mayhem going on out there. So it's much quieter if I stay here in the bedroom closet. Um, wanted to remind you again of the Ditch That Textbook Digital Summit, which is going on Right now, even here into the new year, I just realized, see, I batch record these and I'm a couple of days ahead. So I just realized, hey, today is January 1st. So happy new year. If you're listening to this on the day that it's re- recorded, first day of year 2020. And uh, the Ditch That Textbook Digital Summit is still rolling on. Um, We have, at this point, all of our new video presentations for this year's summit available for you to watch, as well as dozens of videos from previous summits. And there are all sorts of topics in this summit. Um, You've got technology stuff. You've got um, creativity. You've got relationship building. You've got pedagogy. I mean, there's just all sorts of really good stuff. There's something for everyone. Uh, You can get certificates of completion for professional development credit. Uh, head to ditchsummit.com to get registered and start watching right away. And if you go there and the summit is over, you can always sign up for email updates for the next time that it's available. So in the last episode, we talked a little bit about how to avoid playing the game of gotcha on quizzes and tests. And I don't know if you've ever noticed this before. I know I certainly did that whenever I would do a quiz or a test that had a limited number of questions, you know, especially if they're a short answer or multiple choice or something like that. It turns out, at least for me, that it feels like we're playing gotcha with students um, when there's a limited number of questions because we're basically trying to see if they know the answers to these 10 questions or these 20 questions instead of empowering them to show us what they know which is kind of an important distinction. Sometimes it's very tricky to get right. Um, But there are a couple of strategies I think we can use to start heading in that direction. And I talked in the last episode about a couple of them. One was the I'm confident, I'm not so confident box. Um, Having boxes for both of those next to some of your uh, questions or all of your questions on a quiz or a test. There was also the everything I know about this topic but wasn't asked on the test question um, that I I found on Twitter. Uh, So those are some of the, the strategies we've talked about so far. 
I wanted to touch on a couple of other ones. Um, this is a pretty simple one, and this is similar to um, the everything I know about the topic but wasn't asked on the test. It's kind of similar to this, uh, only it, there's a little bit of a distinction here. So this is yet another question that you can put at the end of a test or a quiz. And this could be just simply saying, explain any of your answers. So if you give them an explain any of your answers box or a space or a, you know, long answer question on a Google Forms quiz or something like that, then what that means is students are able to go back to any of the questions that they answered, especially if it's multiple choice, sometimes even if it's a, you know, short answer. And if they were kind of like wrestling between two things and they're not sure exactly which one it is, I mean, think about the multiple choice quizzes and tests that you've taken in your life where you've gotten down to two answers and you're like, I think either of these could be right. And you didn't have a way to distinguish between the two. If you give them that, explain your answers, explain any of your answers. If you give them a box like that, then they're able to, you know, tell you between those two things they're wrestling, you know, what it is that they know which is enough to hopefully demonstrate mastery or, or understanding to you. That's one. Let me share another quick one. What if we had students help us build our assessments? I mean, you know, I think turning it completely over to them sometimes and then just going, you know, full-fledged with everything that they said, uh, we may not exactly want to do it that way, but what if they helped us build them? Like, they helped us see what they thought was going to be important, what they thought, um, what kinds of questions should be asked, especially if they're able to see your content standards and to see you know, what it is that they're expected to learn and how they can demonstrate it. By giving them a little bit of say in it, that may be a pretty powerful thing. So anyway, just a couple of strategies in these last two episodes. Um, this, uh, some of these presentations in the Ditch That Textbook Digital Summit have really got me thinking. And, um, you know, maybe these are some things that you can use. And again, if you're not signed up for the Ditch That Textbook Digital Summit, I highly encourage it, ditchsummit.com. So hopefully this has been useful to you. Thanks for listening to the Ditch That Textbook podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love it, be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes to help others find a show. Thanks for listening and happy ditching.